is going to be sweet and salty. I say sweet and salty. <laughs> salty and sweet. <laughs> All right, welcome to episode one of Sweet, Salty, and Unsettled. I'm your girl, Sweet Shimon. And I guess that makes me Salty Jasmine. And, and we're, we're both uns- very unsettled. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, one more time. Wait one more time. God damn it, we're unsettled. How about that? A little extra. (laughs) Okay, so this is episode one of our podcast. For those of you who don't know, I am Jasmine, also known as Jasmine Define on YouTube and Instagram. Go girl. Follow your girl. And I'm Shimon, and I am an inspiring actress and singer out here in this good old lay. But we both are from the beautiful, the talented. DMV area. Yeah, so we are from the DC metro area. 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 But we met each other out here in LA. Yes, we did. Um, Would you like to start the story of how we met? Well, it begins back way, way, way (laughs) long ago when, unfortunately, I used to work for Uber. Unfortunately. That's a whole you don't story. understand how Uber <laughs> abused us, okay? And oh you won't gosh. understand until you yourself become an Uber driver, okay? Well, I used to work for Uber, and um, long, long hours. And one night, <laughs> in the midst of a shift, okay, I pick up the beautiful, Aww. the talented. Aww. Jasmine and her crazy ass sister. <laughs> Shout out to Kia, y'all. Hey, Kia. <laughs> yes. So, Shimon picked us up on our way to the club one night. Mm. And we're in the back, like, ranting about LA guys or something. And Shimon goes, Where y'all from? <laughs> <laughs> and I bust out laughing because I immediately knew why she asked us that. <laughs> and you know, you how you can just tell a person is from the DMV area. It's just yes. like those R's are huh, a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you didn't say R, you said Ara. <laughs> I feel like DC is real unique though. Like you have to already know somebody from DC, and then when you meet other people, you like. Oh yeah, that's like that's that that. Accent. I think yeah, I think our accent is very um, strong, it's very especially distinct. out here in, in LA, where you know everyone just sounds so you know camera ready. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, back to the story. So she's giving us a ride in the Uber, and we get on the topic of men and like how weird guys in Hollywood and LA in general are. And from there, it was just like history. It was history. You Actually, know. I don't think we talked to Shimon for a long time after that. It was. I know. didn't hit her up until I was about to lose my job. Oh my god! I was like, that is so true. I'm gonna have to drive for Uber. I was like, but I don't know. Not, like, I don't know how much I can make. I was like, let me hit up that girl that drove us in that Uber. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what was, was that, that girl the first name? Time? No, it was not. I thought I thought we linked up before. Before no. that, no, no. I think no. we were supposed to. That's right. We were supposed to go to something, and we ended up not going. Yeah, me and Kia. <laughs> yeah, but long story short, we've been thick as thieves. Thick as thieves. Ever since. It's my sister girl. 
So we came up with the idea to start a podcast. Yes. And we titled it Sweet, Salty, and Unsettled because... Because of me. Yeah. I said, you know what, Jasmine? Sometimes you can be a little sweet and I'm feeling that a little salty. what you said. <laughs> and then other times, you know, you a little sweet. <laughs> you, you just said that. I did. <laughs> No, first you came up with the title <laughs> of Salty and Unsettled just based on our, like, kind of like, you know, a part of us, like, adulting and being, like, approaching 30, late 20s, honest. and, you know, still feeling unsettled as far as our careers and relationships and everything. So she came up with Salty and Unsettled, but I was like, I don't want to be just salt. Like, I'm not, I don't go around being salty and bitter all the time. I don't so. think I said salty and unsettled. You did. I could have sworn it was the opposite. No, because remember, I was like, I don't want us to like seem like angry black girls. Oh, you did. And say then you that. threw in the sweet. I was like, I kind of and like I'm just that. like, look here. People already know we angry. <laughs> <laughs> we mad, like Salon said. Speak for yourself. Why can't I be mad? Can I just be mad? Damn. Not all the time though, so we couldn't have the title be too too salty. So. Okay, I do re- I do recall that now. Yeah, we agreed on sweet, salty, and unsettled. I like it. Um, so I guess we can jump into our weekend recap or our sweet recap, our sweet weekend review, as we would love to call it. <laughs> okay, so what did you do um, this weekend? Oh my goodness! Or this past week. This past week was an interesting week. Honestly, to tell you the truth, it was very confusing. I feel like um, dating in LA. Oh, we are going there. It's just confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, guys, I am currently um, out on the dating market here in LA. And um, is it going well for me, Jasmine? Is it going yeah. well for me? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're in the same boat here. That's why we're on this podcast. I know. I mean, it's it's going pretty good, I, I should say. Um, so, oh. I'm working. And I decided to stop and pull over because I'm parched. And I go into the Ralph's, which is a neighborhood grocery store here. And um, I'm in the line waiting to check out. And all of a sudden, I just felt this presence behind me. <laughs> I turn around and I just like knew like damn why the hell did he have to be so cute (laughs) because it's just like I don't really want to meet somebody in the freaking grocery line like checkout line I just don't Mm -hmm. when was this this was this week Tuesday okay. Okay, okay Tuesday and um yeah so, um, we exchanged numbers because he's so bold and so L.A. that he definitely approached me in the line. Well, that's good. Is Why? that good, Jasmine? Why is that not good? I would rather you approach me once we are out of the grocery store. Maybe See, this like, is what's wrong with you women. The man approached you. <laughs> that is more than I have gotten, okay? I'm not going to lie, okay? From a lot of guys. It caught me off guard. Or they'll approach I'll, me but never ask for my number. Like they scared. Right. And I and I have dealt with that out here. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. But at the same time, sometimes you, you just want things to 
to go as pictured in your head, okay? And I just felt like this was a clear scene that I saw in a movie somewhere, and I just felt like oh, it should have just went that way. See, this is why approach I... me at the car. Make me think that I'm gonna walk out of this store and out. never see you again, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're at my car door, asking me for my number. Hopefully, for my name first. But anyway. Girl. So yes, we're we're in the line. We're chopping it up, and he he eventually asked me for my number, so I gave it to him. And um, surprisingly, he actually texted me back mm-hmm. that night. Well, that's good. It is good. But the only thing is, in the sad, sad dating world of LA, is that you can have a bomb phone text relationship mm-hmm. and then as soon as you get in person you realize like damn where the hell did all that go <laughs> wait so when did you where is that? the guy that i've been t- i've been texting so that's what happened this past weekend yeah so i met him on tuesday uh-huh. we were texting uh, like constantly up until what friday in which we had like scheduled like a a a date date mm-hmm. so he picks me up which is kind of weird because i'm letting these men pick me up from my home and i would mm. never do that yeah, i don't do that <laughs> and i don't know where i don't know what, what's come over me but again so he picks me up i got a theory why you got somebody pick you up but i ain't gonna put you out there <laughs> <laughs> what's that theory that you be high every time <laughs> You fucking know it. It's like, no. Smoke before be like, damn, I can't even drive. Can Girl, can't even find my shoes. Got these men waiting outside. Like, running around in a circle for an hour. <laughs> then lay down in the bed. We like, gotta tell the Roscoe. I really story. wanna go. Okay, next episode, we are telling the Roscoe story. <laughs> oh my God, no. That is the prime you example. <laughs> That's when I knew, okay, this is why Shimon be late for stuff. <laughs> Look, I get it from my mama, okay? <laughs> it's hereditary. Okay, so you went... Okay, so he picks me up. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> he takes me to the Cheesecake Factory, mm-hmm. which was nice. You know, I always love the Cheesecake Factory, you know? It's a good start of a day, you know? The whole car ride there, you know? Um, he was pretty flirtatious, but in a sweet way. So, you know... It was kind of like, okay, well, I know you can talk shit. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. And you can take a joke, which means you can handle, you know, my lip. <laughs> so that's a plus. <clears throat> but um, we get to the Cheesecake Factory, and the conversation just didn't pick up. Like, I just thought, like, this amazing guy that's been having these amazing conversations through text messages and over the phone mm-hmm. will be able to interact with me, like, one-on-one mm-hmm. under dimmed lighting. <laughs> Does the dimmed lighting usually help? <laughs> <laughs> and a couple oh. of cocktails. Uh-huh. I knew I should have bought my little stash. Should have boom. Go ahead and got his little ass Maybe. Maybe, you know. Were you have? He would have been less nerd. What do you think? Okay, well, maybe 
when you were texting him, you were a little more engaging. And since you were high that day, maybe you weren't as engaging. Or maybe y'all had just talked so much before. Y'all didn't have anything to talk about that? No, Jasmine. I was asking this man questions. Oh, he just wasn't. And he was giving me, like, one word, short mm-hmm. ass answers. It's like somebody I know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, honestly, I just didn't understand, like... Where is the man that I've been texting and talking to over the phone? Uh, that's still not like there could be far worse. Situations there are far worse that. situations, okay? But you asked me what happened. I know on my weekend recap. I'm just and saying, I'm letting you know. Don't count the man I out had, already. I'm not counting him out. You know the text messages and the phone conversations picked back up. <laughs> <laughs> After that whack ass date, maybe he was. Just and I'm just so it. mad that he made the Cheese Factory whack, and I <laughs> loves the Cheesecake Factory. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my weekend, I didn't really do anything but work this weekend, and I didn't do anything really last week. But I will say, and I hate to admit this on the podcast, but. I'm just keep it real because that's what we're going to do here on this podcast. I found a big ass roach in my closet. It was gigantic. What? I've never had roaches before. I've been in this apartment for almost two years now. I've never seen a roach. Maybe a spider here or there. But you know, them little spiders, them little day long legs will get in somehow. First of all, the day long legs is what you want in your corner, okay? Because, you know, they literally be in the corners. But, you know, but we, they be they trap, okay? <laughs> they, they set up the trap, okay, and help you clean house. Well, I learned that because... One day I find the roach. Now, the roach was dead, thank goodness. And I haven't found any babies ever since then. I think you're so. downplaying this roach. <laughs> you need to be specific. A cockroach. This is why this is very serious, people. Okay? Now, mind you, roaches, period, are serious. But this was a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was a big cockroach. ass. Cockroach. Okay, it was so big. I looked at it. First, I had to do a double take because I'm like, somebody done left a little fake ass rubber roach in my <laughs> in my apartment trying to play with me. And this ain't right. That's not funny. But then I looked at it. I'm like, I don't know nobody that immature and like who's going to think that far in advance. Like, I'm going to leave this roach here for Jasmine to find later. So, it must be real. But it wasn't moving. But that thing was so big. I'm thinking, like, I'm scared to touch it or, like, move too fast towards it because it might jump up and start flying. It looked like a flying roach. Well, you know, I told you that cockroaches do fly, Jasmine. I know because I've seen you them were do that, that motherfucker was dead because... If that thing had flew up at me... What? I would have burned this. I would have cut on the stove, <laughs> let that gas run a little bit, and pulled the um, Angela Bass and tossed the match in this bitch. <laughs> And walked off in slow motion in my robe because I refused. What? I would leave everything in here. When I saw that roach, I almost cried. I said, I'm going to have to move. I'm going to have to oh get online God. and find a place immediately, Airbnb something, because I can't stay here if it's going to be roach infested. 
So I was Not terrified. Not with that big roach. Oh, no. No, no, no. Luckily, no, no, no. it was dead. My um, building manager came and swept it on up. Luckily, because you know Assured me that it's probably just, you know. If it wasn't dead, and I'm just saying. I don't even want to hear it, Shemone. Them things. Don't say it. Eat at dead skin cells. Okay, okay. like but they will eat at your fingertips, your dead oh skin. Lord. Okay, these people don't need to hear that, Shemone. I'm just saying. I told you, you lucked up that it was dead. Okay, so we got rid of that problem. Then. <laughs> This is all in the same day. I'm walking. <laughs> First of all, I get in the shower. I go to the bathroom. Gary get in the shower. Got my clothes off and everything. And I see one of them daddy long legs hanging in the corner. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get his ass when I get out. Get out the shower and he is gone. I can't find him anywhere in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, he think he's slick. I come. I was going to the refrigerator a little later that night to go get a snack. I look to my left and over on the floor in the like in the crevice of the floor, or whatever where the floorboard meets the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, that's what they did. Not over, not only is he over there chilling, but he got his own snack, wrapping up a spider <laughs> in his web. I'm like watching nature occur in my. <laughs> Which was in so my fascinating. Like, I really enjoyed the video. It was like it I was took so a video great. and like, I might have sent it to a few people. And when I say I received the video <laughs> at like six fifty five a.m., it was not six fifty five a.m. Do not tell that lie. I didn't even stay up that late. So I saw that and I'm thinking like, okay, part of me was like, I should let you live a little longer just because you did me a favor and got this spider about my place. Exactly. Also, I'm thinking, I heard stories about people hitting spiders and little baby spiders running out everywhere. So I'm thinking, I don't know if this spider is actually dead yet, so I might actually be freeing him by knocking his web down. So I'm going to let them live, or I'm going to let the day long leg live and the spider die overnight, and I'll come back and get him. Girl, got up the next day, took a shower, came out, the damn spider was gone, had packed, no, the daddy long leg was gone, had packed up his spider. The whole web is gone. I don't. You don't Girl, see nothing. Do you see anything over there? That web was built for a reason to trap that spider. Because you know what? That spider was not just a hobby. Okay, that spider was dinner <laughs> and <laughs> breakfast. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know where it's at now. Hopefully, it went outside. You know what? I'm just saying. Kudos and then I found daddy. a spider in my window, long story short. So I'm just finding all kind of creatures. I think it's because the weather's changing, but I'm not cool with this. So I just need... It is. Do you hear the wind that's outside right now? But um, I'm about to get a spray. But if anybody has any suggestions on things I could spray around my door sill and my window to like keep the bugs out, please let me know. Please let her know. Please. Because she is struggling. And I when I say that, I do not do you would not only be helping her out, <laughs> but you would be helping me out because... I don't want to receive no more <laughs> insect Y'all know I had to send her all the pictures and the videos just so she knew how I was living over here. So she can get okay. the full extent like, and know I, that I'm not tripping. I am finally in a good place. No, wait, don't act like own. you ain't sent me no videos and, and pictures now. <laughs> I don't want to think about another bug in sight, okay? <laughs> but I want to talk about how... You had no emotional support. I'm not about to talk about that. This from <laughs> we're gonna your save that. significant other. I don't. First I, just, of all, I just feel like in situations I don't have like a that, other. I'm single. 
Let that be clear. I am very single. <laughs> Hashtag single and committed. No. <laughs> ain't no commitment over here. I'm single. Okay. So if you know a man who's good and honest and treats a woman right. You better stop putting your email a us doorstep full at sweetsaltmail at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> we about to start our own online dating, okay? You Podcast dating. Podcast we should do that. dating. Oh my okay, god. Okay, sending pictures of your cousins and your brothers. Oh my goodness. Maybe Podcast your daddies if they're under a certain dating. age. I like that. Yes. That's a new segment. I like that. Okay, so next up is other people's business. God damn. This is our next segment about um, other people's business, business that we're not particularly involved in. We just have opinions on. Exactly. So, our first topic is this whole Shea Moisture controversy. Girl, what is up with Shea Moisture? Have you seen the, the ad? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for those of you who haven't seen it, Shea Moisture released the ad on Facebook. Um, and it's based. The theme of the ad is hair hate or ending hair hate. So they start off with this um, black girl who's of a fairest complexion, like Shimon. <laughs> well, thank you. I was in the big house being raped and molested. Oh no! <laughs> you did not have to take it there. Okay, because but... <laughs> y'all always want to come for us as light rights, as house niggas. <laughs> As if we didn't struggle as well. It was a different kind okay. of struggle. Okay. Matter of fact. Y'all hear that light skin anger? <laughs> <laughs> I would have rather be out, been out in the field. Take okay? a breather. Pick it the grass and is it. always greener, okay? I'm yeah, just saying. So they started with this light skin girl with this long, like, 3C hair. For those of you who don't know what 3C is, it's basically like that mixed hair. I'm putting that in quotation marks. With, you know, loose curls. Um, you know, not super kinky. They start with her. Like your hair. Anyway. <laughs> no, her hair was not like mine. Especially not right now. But, <laughs> anyway, they started with her talking about how she had to learn to accept her hair, blah, blah, blah. Then they went on to a white woman who was a redhead and how she had to learn to accept her red hair. Then they moved on to, I think it may have been a blonde woman or something. Saying what? Girl, I don't even remember because at that point I had kind of zoned was out. Was it like her, her hair like frizzes up or something? I think it was. And she she might have like, been she... naturally curly. But she was white and blonde. But basically people were upset because this is not like a Pantene commercial. This is Shea Moisture. Shea Moisture, much like this country. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> was built on the backs of black women okay (laughs) so for them to have the audacity to make an ad where they only include a single black woman who is of like the fairest complexion with the baby hairish of hair Mm. (laughs) my thing is shea Shea moisture don't forget where you came from okay all right, where you started, okay? You know that them Asians had you straight up in them damn beauty supply stores in the hood. <laughs> and you knew, you know for a fact that black women was all of your business. Shea Moisture okay? is a black-owned company. You? A family business. And you got new because now you what? You, you in Target? Come on, you trying to like, which you know, I can respect you trying to like expand your business, 
Just don't like exclude the people who was buying your products. First of all, I don't even buy Shea Moisture, so I personally don't care. It doesn't affect my life. But apparently a lot of people like their products and they're very offended. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Me neither. And the thing is, I understand you want to get the money, but at the same time... Get the money! It annoys me because... Don't turn your back on your own people. Right. Okay? And can we just have you know the struggle, okay? I'm just saying. Black people, we always do this, okay? <laughs> you move up and you think, hey, Don't say I we. made it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm going to say we because we're going to hold each other accountable, okay? Mm. Shea Moisture. I don't do that, though, y'all. Get so. your life. Just make sure when we start getting ads on the podcast, y'all keep listening so we don't have to start catering to white folks. That's all I'm saying. Oh my God. <laughs> Invest in your black Please, <laughs> You tripping. They know they're tripping out. They did apologize. They issued an apology. I saw that. And I think they started with, Kudos we, to we you. really effed up on this one. Yes, you did. But um, this, you know what annoys me though is that these companies keep doing stuff like that. Like I kind of understand how Pepsi might not realize that their ad with Kendall, yeah, Kendall, yeah, Kendall Jenner was inappropriate. That I can see how that could go over their head. No. But Shea Moisture, <laughs> Shea, Shea Moisture, somebody I can in actually, that room, I can actually see their case more than Pepsi. I'm sorry. No, cause Shea, because Shea Moisture, Shea Moisture. The thing is with, with them, although they, they are a black owned company. If they put a whole, a whole bu- bunch of black women up there saying how they hate their curls and their naps, you already know. Black Lives Matter be, is coming out on that one. Like, it didn't have to be all black women or a bunch of black women. They could have added one black woman saying that who's she of a darker hates complexion and or a kinkier hair texture. Word, she hates her curls. In her naps. But that's being like, honest. And it would have been we, balanced out by all the other women saying, there are things I hate about my hair too. I know I know you went ahead. You, you wanted a platform, you know, to have an honest conversation about hair, you know. Mm-hmm. And as women, you know, we, we, already, we already have so much to be self-conscious about, you mm-hmm. know. And yes, our hair may be one of the things. Honestly, not for me. <laughs> but it's different for, you know, mm-hmm. to each his own. But come on now, Jasmine. You have to understand that if they came out with a bunch of black women, different shades, different curl patterns, I'm talking 4C, mm. all of them, right? It would have been a problem. Because we, black women already get so much grief in the media about our appearance, okay? And how we, we, we're not the, the most attractive race out there. Which is a lie. Like, come on now. Everybody knows. You, feel, you got my all of, voice. <laughs> you have all these beautiful black women who have stood up and said, you know what? We don't give a shit about what you people think about us. We are beautiful. We are black. And we are gorgeous. And we are moving forward. And but that's kind of what the ad was about. It was about saying that I used to not like my hair, but I've grown to love it because... And you, you right. Like, I know somebody would have found a problem with it. But that's you know always going to be the case you know with it. anything. But it wouldn't have been as huge of a deal if they had just added at least one other black girl. At least. Because it was, it was just too whitewashed. What if they had a whole list full of nice chocolate chicks? But they were like, 
Oh, I gotta say, I hate my curls. Oh, fuck that, I'm out. But that's not what they're saying. They saying that at one point in their life they were insecure about their hair for whatever reason. I'm just saying they could have found a balance. They could have balanced it out easily by just adding another girl that represented more like a different hair type. Whereas that commercial looked like it was catering a little too much to white people. Like, oh, let's not throw too black of a girl in there because we're really trying to bring we already got the black people we don't have to worry about them let's just you know try to bring in the white customers that's how it read to me i mean and i'm pretty sure it probably was that way that's exactly what it was that's why i say like it's too too little too late on things like this especially for shea moisture because it's Mm -hmm. black owned somebody in the room should have said maybe we should add one more black girl that's you know Shay Moisture said, we, we already got our black um, consumers. <laughs> but don't bank on it because black Twitter and the natural black hair community is no joke, okay? They will boycott you, boycott you real quick. Out. Real quick. Just saying. All right, so moving on. Um, apparently, it's like the complete opposite of cuffing season. It's divorcing season. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody is getting divorced. What is going on in the world? Okay, we've they already all heard about Jesus, Ti and Tiny, Ti and Tiny. Which at this point is like old news. I, I'm just still we like, haven't heard Tiny is divorce or filed for divorce against Ti. Now, I somebody brought up. I read it somewhere. Somebody mentioned how I think it was Wendy Williams who said she thinks it's actually just a ploy to get more ratings for their show. It might be. Maybe they want to go out big, and you know, usually with reality shows, that's my first assumption. It's like, oh, they're just trying to get attention. But for some reason, when I heard that, it was just like, it was kind of a surprise because they've been together for so long. But at the same time, it's like, I think we all know that Ti has probably been cheating on Tiny. We all this entire time. We we think, or do we know? Because I could have sworn we don't he, know. All her friends know, but we all think and can like run a list of like all the women that he. Oh yeah, I mean we we pretty much all accept that as probably being the fact. But on top of that, the part that was kind of surprising to me is that we know that if he was cheating, it's nothing new. She's not just finding out about it. So the reason they're probably getting divorced probably really isn't just the cheating. Like, it has to be more than that. Because she ain't had no problem staying with him this long. And Tiny is not just, like, some random chick off the street. She got her own money and her own career. And I'm thinking that that's probably what it was. But maybe she got caught up in some motherhood and, you know, being a wife and all that. And then, shoot... She got that call and was like, she made hey, escape, get back together. Like, we getting back together for that. Oh, fuck this nigga then. Like, <laughs> that means I'm about to make how ready much? to sign them papers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm She's just ready saying. To be out, I don't but, blame um, her. I say, boss chick, you know what? You did the right thing. It's, it's kind of sad that it took this in order for you, you know. Right. Get on out there and make those boss decisions, but um, then again, I think he played it smart. Yeah, and yeah. It, it does seem like they're still friendly. So yeah, that's like that's your best friend. And mind you, let's be honest here. Yes, things happen. People fuck up. But at the end of the day, that love is still there. The friendship is still there. And for them too, I just feel like the friendship was there. So you know, once they can get that healing for all of the disrespect over the years. Then yeah, 
Excuse me, y'all. Let me let me cut my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Girl, something on my business out there. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Ti and Tiny, um, Mary J. Blige, and this is like there's some people I forgot. Like I've added to this list since we talked about this earlier. Mary J. Blige and um, I know. her manager. Who is now trying to get all this money from her and get her to pay for his kids? It's not even her. Right. all kind of crazy stuff. That I don't I don't understand that. Like Mary, you had already been through the pain and the suffering. <laughs> okay, but you know this album about to be fire. Well, like. we all know that. <laughs> but you know, again, it might be worth it in the end. <laughs> now you know how she hates for that. all of us. Okay. You guys capitalizing off of her pain. <laughs> she capitalizing more than we, we paying her. Shoot, get this money, Mary. You don't need no man. What they good for? Nothing. But dick. <laughs> Clearly, based on this list, let me continue. Janet Jackson is divorcing her billionaire. People are trying to, like, suggest that she's a gold digger for some reason. Because he's, like, a billionaire or something. But this is Janet Jackson. I'm pretty sure she does not need his money, but hey. I feel like once you make over a certain amount of money, it really doesn't matter whether it's... That gold digger title just, like, goes 500 million or a billion. Like, right. it's just all play. Like, exactly. You could just throw it up in the air and it's not no big deal. Okay, so Lala <laughs> and Carmelo Anthony, which... Oh, my God. I am so devastated. That one did kind of hurt me a little okay. bit. Okay. Like, I'm not completely surprised, but at the same time, it's like, they just seemed like they had theirs together. I told you. Like, he... Like, what's He next? felt some kind of way. Like, she was making those boss moves, and, she's you know... She's been making boss moves. She, but she... When he she, met her. But she's up here on, you know... On television, she been on television. She started like, bare breast, getting it bare in. Breast. Yeah, she, she, had, she had a lot of news scene. Power oh, girl, on power. Let me tell you, yes. I don't watch that. Did you not see that scene? I don't watch power. Lala, Lala, was you, bare breast. You did it, girl. You did that. Like no, yes. Girl, that ain't why they getting a divorce. Her. I'm just saying, when he met her, you know. <laughs> It was all about him. The chick was moving here and here and there, there, there for him. Now she's all about self and trying to improve herself. Yeah. And she on television now. Where her boobies out? Where the boobies out? Getting it in. And he said, "Hey, so you think this is not what I signed up for?" He's like, <laughs> he wanted to separate it from her. Separate from her. He didn't want to separate. He did because you did. You chose to do that once you cheated. Oh, you saying when he cheated? Yeah, when he cheated. You think he cheated because she had her boobs out on TV? I'm just not saying that, that that was the whole reason why, but I'm just saying like you gotta understand, you know, she she's naked on on television and she getting paid for it too. Mm. That's a good thing. Like <laughs> that's a good thing. Yes, that's better than not getting paid and being naked in private with somebody like he did or yeah, exactly allegedly. But that's true too. Exactly, but. Let me tell you, I had a boyfriend that, that was so supportive of like, you know what, you've always been so super creative. I just want to support you and your dreams. We're going to go to L.A., let's go. And then all of a sudden, he was like, but then again, you have to be like naked on television with these people? <laughs> he had a revelation. You have to like kiss these people? Is this, is this television? Is this acting? Is this what this is all about? I don't know. 
I, I don't I don't I don't know if I want you know my wife doing that you know what that's such a what do you mean you don't know <laughs> like well maybe did did you not come to that play and saw me kiss that man so what is the difference because it's on television because other people will know because other and it's people all about his ego are watching true and I'm just saying that's how they do I'm not gonna limit <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. To those shenanigans but he is a man and you know at the end of the day the word is that he cheated and got some girl pregnant I don't know if this is true because it's kind of gone back and forth so it hasn't been confirmed or anything but first people were saying he impregnated a stripper I guess just because that's like why the usual is it story. always the but, motherfucking stripper but then they came back and tried to clarify oh she's not a stripper she actually graduated from college and I think don't she, they all not all, but <laughs> it's it, like no, not all of them. Up? But <laughs> no, she was never a stripper, but she's like in some like regular profession or whatever. <laughs> um, you could still be a groupie and what have a good she? profession. Like, what was she? The ones that sat back and got looked at? Like, she a, still slept with a married man. If the story is true, either way. But what she was like, Tommy. What was really interesting? <laughs> they didn't touch. <laughs> <laughs> what was really interesting though is that it was like her old I think he was her old roommate slash friend who was like doing interviews on the radio talking about how she met him like just spilling all the tea on her no that's it fake but, ass um, friend but I mean hey okay so let me continue with this list okay so Lala and Carmelo and um most recently Jesse Williams now for those of you who don't know because I damn sure didn't know for a long I time still, I still don't believe it but hey. Jesse Williams is a, he has a character on Grey's Anatomy right yeah I never watched it but um you need to he, I think he became more prominent after he did that speech on the BET the Awards, BT Awards. Yes. and people was like oh that was so touching oh he's that, so fine that and blah, blah, blah. Is Yes. yes, and then naturally, you know, as we do, people start digging into, you know, well, he talking all this black stuff. Let's see if he back it up. And oh, he's actually married to a black woman. Mm. So this is like a rarity right here. Yes, that's true. Mm. Then this news that they're splitting up and getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. But look, look what I found recently. What did you find, girl? Recently, I done found that. Jesse Williams divorcing and hanging with Minka Kelly. Who the hell is Minka Kelly? I don't know, but she looked white to me. That's his wife? That's his wife right there. Oh. Don't say that. that. What are you talking about? Jasmine. The way you said oh was like oh. Because she just looks so like, I just knew this bullshit was going to happen. She does. That's like an awful picture, but I guess they chose that for a reason. This is TMZ, by the way, that I'm looking at. So, Minka Kelly has been hanging out with him. Mind you, he just announced his divorce or whatever. Like, a okay, day or so two who, ago. who is Minka Kelly again? I don't know, girl. I really don't care. I we need know. to find that out. We, we will be letting you all know next podcast. Oh, wait. What? They're shooting a video game slash movie in Paris and have been seen both on and off set. Oh, she's a co-star. Okay, she's a co-star. But you never know. But they hanging out. You know the Brad Pitt story with Angela, Angela, Angelina, Angela Lena is what I was about to say. Angelina. Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
but it's just so disappointing because it's like. And when I say that this is a sister, like another one, this is a sister, does. like yeah, queen. It's okay. That nice natural. It is okay. Leading into our damn, we almost at an hour already. We talk too much. Okay, okay we do talk too Leading much. into our hot topic of the week: relationship role models. Now, mm. I can't say that these were necessarily role models for me, but Carmelo Anthony and Lala, and maybe even though I didn't really know anything about Jesse Williams, but even that situation, it kind of is like, wow, really? Like, can anybody make it? You can't think of it like that because there are so many people out here that are making it, that are doing it, and they are doing it well. But I don't know those people. That's the- <laughs> Well, you know why? Because they choose to... Stay private. It's not even and that. And I go public. I just feel like I don't personally know a lot of people who are in good quality relationships that I can strive to model myself after. Do you? Girl, fashion over got a limited time. Girl, don't tell me. Off. I don't need to spend no money. We are putting our phones in a box somewhere next time. We really are. Okay. But, um, yeah, I don't have any good role models as far as relationships. Well, you know what? Um, well, let me not say any. I might have a couple, but even those, like, I haven't seen, like, experienced them, like, in close quarters because I don't live with them, so I don't really know what's going on. But I know they're still together, and I haven't heard of any craziness coming out of their relationships. I'm going to say this, that you know how, like, you don't necessarily have to learn from people, you know, like, you can actually learn from other people's poor choices and horrible mistakes. You feel me? <laughs> and um, I would say that my relationship role models, and this is sad, but hey, this is the world that we have to deal with. Okay. <laughs> I might not model their, um, their relationship, per se, as one. But I will say that um, I do give kudos to um, some of the women in my family um, being strong-willed to stick it through. I think think it shows um, the kind of woman they are to be able to... um, accept certain things to come to peace with certain things certain things Mm -hmm. you know certain disrespects you know um i ain't gonna do it really (laughs) yes we may say that we we won't do it but i think i forgot where i read this it may have been like a clip somewhere but the older people are, are, are talking about how us young people how we give up so easily these days Mm -hmm. you know how you know a real marriage back in the old day you stick it through but you, you fight about for too, it back in the old day you didn't have but so many options people got married and we talked about this before i feel like a lot of people got married back in the day just out of convenience or for example and I hope my uh, grandmas don't have a problem with me sharing. You shouldn't be listening <laughs> to this anyway. You should have got uh, Grandma Charlie or Grandma Maddie. <laughs> because if you keep listening to the show, you might hear some stuff you don't want to hear. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm just saying, well, it might help. But I asked my grandmas, both of them at some point or another, um, 
about when they first met my grandfathers and what made them get married and it was never like this so oh i was so in love or i love which i'm sure they did love them that like that was definitely part of it but what made them ultimately make the decision to get married was for one she said she just wanted to get out of her parents house and getting married was like the only way she could see to do that for the other one I don't think she ever really said it. I got a theory of what it might have been, but I ain't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she actually said it, but even then, like, her, just them telling me the stories of, like, how they got with their husbands, it wasn't, like, this romantic story. I just feel like it was a boss move. Grandma said, hey, I'm in this country-ass town, <laughs> and um, I want a way out. But I don't. I'm not quite they sure how to. Country ass towns. <laughs> they stay there. I'm sorry. I think. I guess I'm thinking about my grandparents. <laughs> my grandparents stayed in the country ass town, so that wasn't the case. They were just trying to get out of the house. Your grandmother said, "Hey, I am trying to be out here. You know." Being a little cougar. Let me go on and settle down. A little cougar. Have me some kids. And uh, hopefully one, one day them kids can take care of me. And that's when I really get a chance to live. I guess that's what they said. But I'm not about to live my life like that. And I'm not about to put up with no bullshit. So you better come correct. So I understand like in the past why it would have made sense to like stick it out and make it work. But I've also seen where sticking it out and trying to make it work is really just like hurting you and everybody else involved. Okay, well, hey, back in the day, that that was the wave, you know. Mm-hmm. As soon as you graduate high school, it was to get a husband. Okay. Pop out a bunch of kids, you know. Apparently. Unfortunately, <laughs> with with most, I won't say all black folk, you know, education was kind of you know scarce a little bit. They, you didn't see people influence. It was slim, although HBCU shout out to HBCUs out there, you know. Um, but in those rural areas, um, although North Carolina has some of the most prominent HBCUs, I think, um, still mm-hmm. maybe they didn't have the support or the people backing them, pushing them towards higher education you know but that probably was so that that wasn't that just wasn't something that they strive for so to what's left but marriage i feel like their ultimate goal was to create a home because that's what you did back then right Back then, that's 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 what we do now. That's what we all. I was want. Like, I mean, I would you like know, to build a home now, but I ain't about to marry just anybody to do that. Oh, that's because now the wave these days is you know, women have to be successful first before mm-hmm. they can even think about settling down, or you know, making babies because. We can't even rely on these niggas these days. You feel me? Back in the day, I'm sorry, but they may have been some grimy ass cheaters still then. But I'm saying like they were actual providers. Okay. And I'm talking about grandma days. I'm not talking about 
mommy and daddy days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about grandparents, okay? Uh, true. We, okay, talking about the sixties. Now I will say that they, they may have gone missing come Friday and come back Monday morning. But best believe that rent was paid, <laughs> that light bill was paid. They like the house was situated, okay? Well but taken care then, of. Like it's not like the men were working and at least with my grandmas. It's not like the men were just working and my grandmas weren't. Both my grandmas worked until they retired. Let me tell you, black women have been working since the dawn of time, okay? Yeah, it's different from like probably white families who probably were more likely to be able to, you know, the, the wife stayed at home and directed the, the black women she had working for her and the white men went out to work. But it was not like that with our families. So it's kind of like I mean, but it's see, still white benefit. women actually had. I can see the benefit of getting married. A choice, but I also options. see the downfall of being too like reliant or codependent on somebody, and that's why we're so weary about like just jumping into marriage. Now it's like no, set yourself up first, so you can always leave. Because a lot of times they didn't have the option to leave, and that's like the biggest thing, at least for me. And that's why I said the new wave. Which we, I feel like, because there's so much more temptation, you know, with the whole social media thing, it's just so much more accessible these days Mm -hmm. for men to cheat, okay? So, these niggas ain't loyal, okay? So, we have to make sure that we are financially stable within ourselves, which you should be. Honestly, like, you should be stable across the board, you know, emotionally, emotionally. (laughs) <laughs> financially across the board you we feel all, me we all should but be. before you even think about <laughs> sharing a space with another human being right most definitely the opposite sex or same sex but <laughs> i'm just saying it's it's difficult to even think that a man can actually be there for you until the end especially when you don't have any role models that show that <laughs> Are you stuck? I'm just saying. Do you have like Barack one? and Michelle? We love them, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, That's our role models. Yeah. Made it eight whole years when that one scandal. Hmm. Not one side chick. That's because they had Olivia Pope. <laughs> 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 so, is there anybody that you felt like you've learned, like? Any couple that you feel like you've learned I told from you, I and ha- you would I take into a marriage in the future? I don't have any specific couples. But again, mm-hmm. I do hold... Um, I do I mean, hold, I do hold those, those, those women to a high standard of, you know... Sticking it out. Christian women, you know, they pride mm-hmm. themselves on marriage and, you know, being able to honor your, your vows... So for me, that that says something, you know, as women, even through thick or thin, you know, the good and the bad. And who and you know what? They don't go into detail (laughs) when they're reciting these uh, these lines. I'm just saying because read between the lines, Shamal, he gonna be cheating through the whole marriage and you just got to stick it out. If that was the case, going for it. Bad or good. Abort. What should have been said was. Exactly what you just said. If this nigga cheat, okay, and he 
and he, through faithful and infidelity. Okay, and I'm talking about kids outside of the marriage. Yes, multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the heart? It's all a setup to stick in there, see it through. Let me tell you, the man even uses religion. To convince you to stay with your cheat man. I know. It just runs so deep. It does run deep. You are so right. It runs so deep. It's just all the setup. And it just like perpetuates this, you know, acceptance that this is just what men do. Men were just made to chase women and like get as many women as they possibly can because it's in their nature. Fucking predators. Well, guess what? I done met a lot of men that I want to chase, but that don't mean I'm going to be out here hoeing because that's all y'all doing. It's not even about the hoeing. It's just about... Because I feel like when... If you're a grown-ass man or woman... And you want to, you know... Indulge in a little sexual activity... You do that outside of a relationship. You do that outside of of a a relationship. Or, of course, a marriage, okay? Um, But you need to do that... At that time where you're, you're able... You feel me? Like, get it out your system. What you mean when you're able? I'm just saying. Mileage. Guys try to talk about mileage on vaginas. But let me tell you, vaginas are very resilient. Okay. We have babies. Exactly. And that thing. Entire bodies come outside of us. And it just, like, snaps right back. Penises, however, I believe they have a deadline, an expiration date. And the more you use it, the more you lose it. I'm just saying. Y'all hear that? The that, more that you use it. Too. Don't think your hand don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard things. I'm just saying. Okay, so the last question I had in this topic, because I remember like one of the relationships that I consider kind of a role, like they seem like they have it all figured out. You know, I don't hear any bad things about their relationship. I asked once if they argue. And she said, I'm trying not to say who it is because, you know, I don't want to put nobody's business out there. Don't. But she said, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but still. She said that they don't really argue. So it just made me wonder because, like, up until that point, I just felt like arguing was just a part of a relationship. Like, it's bound to happen. And I feel like there should be a better way for two people to communicate whether they're in a relationship or not. But all of the relationships I know of like personally and have experienced firsthand they argue so what do you think Shimon? do you think that it's normal to argue in a relationship or a marriage well it just depends on the dynamic of that relationship like i told you every couple has the right to you know shape their relationship to look a certain way in which they choose you feel me? So if if you have two different personalities in, in a relationship and they don't mesh, but they still agree to join in this union, which means they have accepted each other for who they were, then it shouldn't be a problem because this is something that is normal in their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just who they are. Now, if you have a couple who started off that started off all cute and cuddly, and let's say the man or the woman gets to a point where 
they just become, you know, super aggressive or, you know, confrontational, Mm -hmm. then yes, that can be a problem because now there's one person within that relationship that um, is being hurt Mm -hmm. and compromised in a way. So, yeah. Because I'm sorry, some people yelling and screaming is their form of communication. I do think some people just like that. It's just what it is. I don't, okay. but I'm pretty <laughs> sure there are people in this world who do. But do you think it's possible to have a relationship where you don't argue? Yes, I do. Because I know people who do not like confrontation or even going beyond a certain tone of voice. I do. But do you know couples who don't argue, as far as you know. See, the thing is, you know... I don't be in people's business. <laughs> so, I know, but I'm just saying, like, personal, like, how I don't say, know. Like, who, I don't who really ever know. knows? Like, who really knows? Right. Like, we don't know. Like, these people can be telling us anything. Yeah, girl, we don't argue. We have never argued. But I'm pretty sure they probably had that moment at the refrigerator. But it was like, bitch, there's no milk in here. And I gave you, like, $2,000 last week. The whole fridge should be stocked. Oh, Where's my motherfucking milk? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, um, it's milk in there. It's just called almond milk. Drink it. So the answer <laughs> I'm getting from you is no. Just based on like the relationships you do know personally that you feel like you can really speak to, you don't know of anybody who like doesn't argue. Girl, my whole family argues. I grew up in a very violent <laughs> argumentative household okay mind you i lived with 10 motherfuckers and we were all in there fighting and arguing (laughs) parents grandparents cousins uncles aunts everybody was in that thing screaming okay and not just screaming physical altercations but you know what though that is how we show our love <laughs> and that is our family dynamic oh lord i just know i don't want to be in a relationship where i'm arguing all the time like we can have friendly debates it doesn't even always have to be friendly we can be upset but i just don't want to get to the point where i feel like i just want to punch you in the face because then it's time for me to go okay so so on a serious note i did grow up in a very um violent household and um by my 12th grade year of high school i was like yeah i do not want to um carry on vicious patterns so i made a choice to kind of reprogram myself you know better you do better Mm -hmm. you feel me and i've seen i've I've never seen but um you know ugly things come from people going too far and hitting too below the belt you feel me Mm And that's what arguing is. Like, at the end of the day, you're going to get tired of talking about the same old shit. And it's, you know, the intensity is going to heighten. And people people are going to eventually hit below the belt. And then what then? Right. Now, I'm not going to lie. Where there is Jesus, there is healing. And <laughs> I feel like there's never, you know, there's always a way out. There, There's always... Um, something that you can do in order to fix your your situation but um i know for a fact that i went forward hoping and praying that um i would never have to be in that kind of relationship 
mm-hmm. knowing my, myself, like knowing where I've come from, you know, what I've been conditioned. <laughs> okay. Knowing my limits. I know for a fact that um, I cannot be with um, a man who is this outward confrontational and just angry and aggressive because Mm -hmm. then that will trigger me into doing the same right i just know that i can't i can't be in a a volatile relationship like that yeah i just don't like because i kill a nigga (laughs) (laughs) i just don't like people with nasty attitudes because i feel like i'm a pretty like laid-back person i do not like confrontation i am so chill in relationships this is what i realized no i'm chill in real life in relationships i will like turn up (laughs) but just like don't have a nasty attitude that's my biggest thing like you can feel a certain way but if I feel like you get in an attitude and it's just not even that serious, then I'm gonna feel like well, what I gotta be on like just little things. So you're saying that you guys are having I'm not, I'm not petty. talking about anybody particularly. I don't know why you're asking me these questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying had some I've of... had some experiences where I felt like okay, people then. overreacted. So maybe it could be that I may be a little more sensitive to it now. Because like, if you get started in an attitude with me, then I feel like I have to be defensive because I'm trying to express to you that like it's not that serious. I just want you to hear what I'm saying. Right. But if I feel like you get irritated and you just automatically get a wall up, I can't deal with that because that just takes me over the edge, and I really just want to punch somebody. And I don't want to. I don't want to be abusive at all because I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. You know, the hard ones are the ones who find it hard to communicate. Mm-hmm. Because they because they <laughs> usually do get defensive when you start asking questions and you know probing and prodding. It's like. Bitch, why you asking so many questions? Right, I don't like dealing with people who just don't want to talk or people. And a lot of guys love to play dumb, and that burns. But me they play dumb, up. but they love to talk about themselves. I'm just saying, like they can go all day about how they doing this and how they doing that and how you know I'm trying to do this, and it's just like, okay, hold on, wait. Then you ask them a question. It's like, why you like, asking so many questions? Oh, and all you ask is, okay, be specific. And they're like stuck on stupid, cause you full of shit, nigga. <laughs> All right, so that's gonna wrap up our hot topic for the episode because we are running low on time. We about at an hour twenty minutes, so we all, I might have to edit some of this out. So people, um, we want to know what you think is arguing normal in a relationship. Yes. So you can um, email. Actually, you can tweet us on Twitter. Um, I think it's. Sweet Salty Pod at Sweet Salty Pod. Um, you can send us an email at sweet salt mail at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Thank you for setting all this up, my honey done. Girl, I've been working today, okay? <laughs> Despite what some people may think, I was working my little ass. She's a social this media beast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next, we're going to move on to our listener Q&A. Again, uh, we will be, like, answering questions, so if you need some advice or something, we're not therapists, but we can try to help you out. <laughs> you can email us, again, at sweetsaltmail sweet salt at gmail.com. I had to think about it. 
Our yeah, title, just made it today. Our title Sorry. is so long. I had to like some stuff. <laughs> I just couldn't fit it all in, so I had to like switch it up. So sweetsaltmail at gmail dot com. Um, but for our first episode, we got a couple of friends to write us some questions. All right, now. So let me pull that up. Pull up the friend list, okay? Um, I made up these names because obviously they have to be anonymous. Where the hell is this email? Okay, here it is. <laughs> All right, so our first question reads, Hi, Jasmine and Shimon. I need some advice. Oh, really? So I started dating this guy, and things seem to have been going pretty good. We met a couple of months ago and have been dating ever since. We always have a good time, and I think we have good chemistry, especially in the bedroom. Winky emoji. Oh, my God. But I'm still not <laughs> sure where we stand relationship-wise. He's the only person I'm talking to, but I'm not sure if he's talking to anyone else. I've tried to casually start that conversation, but it's like he always finds some way to shut the conversation down. How can I see if we're on the same page without making it seem like I'm pressuring him to commit? Thanks, Lily. Isn't that such a cute little name? <laughs> Girl, that she I made gave up. you a cute name. I like Lily. Mm-hmm. So innocent, so pure. <laughs> Well, Lily. Purple. Shout out to Prince. (laughs) (laughs) I think the best way to handle this situation is, I mean, it's always hard, I feel like, because you never know where the other person is, like, know what they're thinking or how they're feeling. But the best way to handle it is just to ask them. You have to ask those hard questions, because if not, then what are you doing in that relationship? If you can't talk to your partner. Right. Come on down. What's the point? And I feel if you feel like they're dodging the question, that's your answer. Like they're dodging it for a reason. That is true. So obviously either they don't when feel they the dodge, same when they dodge or they're not sure. You turn up the motherfucking heat. <laughs> okay. You drill into that ass. Okay. Yes. Stay up on it. <laughs> so yeah, um I would just ask like Exactly what you just asked us. Like, how do you feel about, like, where do you see this relationship going? Because I'm not really, like, you might want to start out asking, like, if they're dating someone else or if they, you know, are still. Lily, what do you want? Okay. If you want to move forward with with this guy and if you guys have been together, why not just be blunt with it? Right. Don't waste no time, girl. Okay. First of all, time. You ain't getting no younger. No younger. Tomorrow's not promised. Girl, these eggs don't last forever. <laughs> Go ahead and, you know, gather your woman strength. <laughs> Boss up. And sit that man down and ask him to be completely transparent with you. And ask that man yeah. these questions, okay? Just because this is this is something that you need to know so that you don't waste no more time right okay and if you're in a relationship with somebody you should feel comfortable just asking them whatever's on your mind you shouldn't feel like you have to hold back or you shouldn't be too afraid that oh i don't want to pressure him because at the end of the day he's not going to let you pressure him into a relationship so it's like are you really well i don't know about that one because you know people out here these days well apparently the guys that you because the guys that i be dealing with don't let me pressure them into shit so (laughs) Like I said, we might need to trade. I told you that. But if a guy doesn't want to be in a relationship, 
he's not gonna be in a relationship. Even if he pretends he's in a relationship with you, he's still gonna be doing his thing, and you definitely don't want that situation. So just be straight up. Be a good judge of character. Like, you know when you get that feeling that shit just ain't right. Mm-hmm. And it's sounding like you might already have that feeling. Okay, listen to yourself. Okay, but one thing, if anything, as women, we we really need to focus on our self worth. Know mm-hmm. what, know your worth, know what you deserve in this they life. They can see that. They can read. Fuck that what they see. I don't give a shit what they see. No, I'm saying this if is they for see you. that you don't have any self worth, they're gonna take advantage. They're gonna of pray, that. of course. That's what predators do, <laughs> <laughs> and they are predators. We all know this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just be straight up with him. And you know, like I said, even if he doesn't give you a direct answer. That is an answer. You know, no answer is an answer. It says that either he's not ready or he doesn't know. But um, you might just have to back off and let him make that decision. Give him some space to figure it out. In the meantime, you just go on. Keep dating. Keep your options open. Because a man who wants you is going to let it be known. He will. No question. I am a strong believer, and I tell everyone this. I will never... (laughs) pursue a man okay it's called courting a man needs to these men today just need to really go like i need some 70 year old wrinkled (laughs) old man who was like a gym to like hold like workshops i told you about when i went on a date with my one old man and just little things like him pouring my drink for me. Granted, I felt like he was just trying to get me lick it up, so he would, you know, I would be a little more attracted to him. But at the same time, is that, is that an old man or was that a sugar daddy? He want my sugar daddy. He was trying to be, but he was he was old. I mean, he, either way, he's old. <laughs> I think Jasmine is kind of you know going out of proportion here. He is old. Forty five is not old. He's old for me. It's up, there. but it's no. I'm just saying because it depends on where that man you can be are. My daddy, that's old. Oh my goodness, your daddy's in his fifties, right? Right. He could have went to school with my daddy. No, he could not. Yes, he could. <laughs> Shut up. He is in that range. <laughs> oh, but I was saying that to say that just little stuff that he did I, I appreciate it I'm like young guys don't do stuff like that like just pour my drink for me like it's such a simple thing it don't cost no, I mean the drink costs but just pouring it doesn't cost anything just mm-hmm. like noticing like oh I see your glass is empty that mean that's how you get a girl drunk if you gonna get a girl drunk and lick it up pour her glass I'm just that that is true <laughs> but at the same time you know these days you can't even trust men to pour your own glass like I mean, if they're doing it in have front eyes of you, on everything. I'm talking about a restaurant, Shimon. I know, but let me tell you, <laughs> he ain't in the back these somewhere men my drink. are slick as shit these days. Okay, <laughs> you don't know what's in that glass. That's not what happened, Shimon. <laughs> Just playing. <laughs> that is not what happened. <laughs> but Lily, honestly, girl, just um, leave his ass and get you an older man. I don't know about leaving him. Because honestly, me and Jasmine, we think differently. I do believe, again, I don't pursue men because I feel like when, mm-hmm. when men are ready, they like they will make it known that they want you and only you. And um, it takes time to, to know that. And I know for a fact, like, 
a lot of men who come at you and they're like, I want you, but they don't even know you. To <laughs> me, that would be the red flag. Okay, moving too quickly. Well, yeah, that's a red flag. Okay, too. um, but the thing is, some people who think that it's perfect timing, that's actually still kind of kind of soon, if you think about it. Because if we think about what it takes to really get to know someone inside and out completely, that to me would take time. Like, right, I'm still getting to know my damn self. You but the me? thing is, too, like, you have to determine, like, it's not like she's saying, like, I'm ready to get married. She just wants, she just to, wants know, to answer like, of, like, are we can committed we move to forward each other? To... Are we still, like, dating right. other people? Right. And I don't think it's, like, so much to say, like, you know, I just, I think I just want to focus on you right now. You can always change your mind. We're not married. Ain't no contract. Right. So... If he doesn't feel like that, and she's not okay with that him not feeling like that, then I think she needs to step back. I think most men forget about that. They feel like once you're in that boyfriend-girlfriend stage, that it's just like all over. Which, hopefully, once you get to that, because I know for me, I'm not making you my boyfriend. My man friend. (laughs) (laughs) Until... I can actually envision marrying you in the near future. If I can't see that for myself, then marriage is What do is you not... define as a boyfriend, though? A boyfriend to me? Mm-hmm. A boyfriend to me is your best friend who is there for you, has been there for you, who is reliable, who is loyal, honest compassionate okay and but that sounds like something that takes a lot of time that's what i'm getting at and what i'm trying to say is that women calm it down get to know these men don't worry about when when is the commitment when where's the ring da, 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 da. like actually take some time and to to befriend these men like think about how long it takes to to build a, a regular friendship with your girlfriends to where you can actually trust them to be around your man. Now, come on point, now. Well, at what point does sex kick in, though? Because I think that's really what... And Because for me, if I'm having sex with you, I don't want you to be sleeping with nobody else. And to me, like that's us making a commitment that we not mess with nobody else. Well, see, that's another thing. For you... It's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with you thinking like that that way. If that's a standard that, that you keep, then then keep it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But is that realistic? You're still dating in this in this this stage. Yes, things can mm-hmm. put pro- they can progress, and you may find yourself in what we call now single but committed. I'm not. I don't know why you keep saying that about me because that's not the case. <laughs> I'm single. Period. Oh really? But yes. you only want him to be fucking you. First of all, who said I was fucking somebody? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like I just feel like maybe because I take the whole boyfriend girlfriend thing kind of lightly. Like I don't look at it as like it's a commitment as far as like I'm focusing only on you right now. That might not be the case a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. 
But for right now, because I don't really feel like you can focus on, like, multiple people and really be seriously, like, getting to know them. Because it takes a lot of energy to get to know somebody. It does take a lot of energy, but don't estimate your opponent. <laughs> Underestimate? I don't. <laughs> don't I, Don't underestimate them. I'm so serious. Because let me tell you, some people just have a lot of energy. They process things a lot quicker than others, you know. They can actually, like, withstand a relationship, multiple relationships, and be on point with all, with, let's say the the number is three. And if you're that type of person, when I ask you, you better tell me that type of person. But the thing is, that's. I have the option to decide Exactly, and that's what we're getting at. Like, you know, didn't I just say an honest man? An honest man is going to tell you, look, some things are just basic. Okay, mm. you know that we're that we're dating. We have not had that conversation yet about me being committed to you. Okay, that so how are you assuming that you're the only person that I'm talking to, or even the only person that that I'm fucking? Right. You gotta ask. You have to ask. So Lily, put on your big girl panties just and ask. ask. Okay, ask. It's the only way you can find out. And like I said, no answer is an answer. All right, good people. That's our show, episode one. Woo, we did it! I don't know, Jasmine. It just feels like such an accomplishment. It does, because we've been talking about this for a minute. Actually, I wasn't even into this shit. Jasmine really convinced me. (laughs) This is her baby. It is. And she's doing such a great job. I finally just called her and said, what are you doing Tuesday? Okay, we're shooting a podcast, and then here we are Wednesday shooting the podcast. <laughs> hey, you know. But thanks for listening. You guys have been please, great. Please come back next week. We know that we are like long winded and we just are. like I'm gonna so have to do dramatic. a lot of editing, but I'm so honored. Thank you, Bestie, for inviting me. Thank you to for do the show with you and participating. Okay, so we will be publishing Wednesdays every Wednesday. I'm not gonna give a time. I'm gonna just try to get it up in the morning. I say, let's not put a time to it. We'll see. Just putting a day. So stay with us, bitches. Stay with us. But check back every Wednesday. (laughs) And hopefully there's some some will be there. (laughs) All right. See you guys next time on Sweet, Salty, and Unsettled.